Hello and welcome to Take 5, the podcast of the Fifth Judicial Circuit. I'm Jeff Buller, Chief Deputy Court Administrator for the Fifth Circuit, and welcome to the special edition of the Take 5 podcast in honor of Veterans Day. Joining me today is veteran and Lake County Circuit Judge, the Honorable Judge Brian Welke. Welcome, Judge. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. It's wonderful to be here. The Fifth Circuit has many veterans working in the circuit, and we want to honor them and also serve the local veterans in need. One of the ways we serve those veterans is through our Veterans Treatment Court. We're going to talk with Judge Welke about that today and find out a little bit more about Veterans Treatment Court. But first, Judge, let's talk about your time in the service. Uh, thank you for your service, Judge. And, uh, and, and tell me some of the things that, kinda, that you learned in your time in the service that have carried through uh, with you today. Well, I enlisted in the Army about a year out of high school back in 1984. I did my basic at uh, Fort Bliss, Texas. I was in the Air Defense Artillery. I then served two years at Fort Carson, Colorado in the 2nd Infantry Division, and then I spent 13 months uh, up near the DMZ in South Korea in the 2nd Infantry Division. Well, once again, Judge, thank you for your service. Um, can you tell me what kind of, uh, what does Veterans Day mean to you? Well, it's a day to recognize a veteran's service, and, uh, you know, people all the time say thank you for your service, but, I, you know, people need to realize also that they're, um, I don't know of any other jobs where if you're having a bad day for whatever reason, you can't just say, I quit, I want to go home. That's one of the unique things, particularly about an enlisted person in the service, is uh, they can't just say, I quit, I'm going home without severe consequences, so whether they're um, serving in the state, serving in combat, wherever they are, they, they've, they've raised their right hand. They said, I'm going to serve my country, and um, they can't stop doing it, like I said, without severe consequences. And, and that is true, and, and we do owe them so much. Uh, those who have given so much so that we can have the freedoms and enjoy the things that we enjoy, and we do owe them uh, a great uh, debt. And uh, some of the ways that we do serve those is through our Veterans Treatment Court. And I want to take a few minutes to talk about that. Judge Welke uh, sits on that docket, and, and he is the Veterans Treatment Court judge for uh, Lake County. Uh, the Veterans Treatment Court is a court-supervised program for veterans that have been arrested, and they have either a mental illness or a substance abuse problem or a mental health condition that's related to their time in military service. This program was made uh, for those veterans who choose to participate and get treatment and get help with the services instead of having their case proceed through a regular court process. Judge, can you tell me a little bit about the benefit that, the, that our veterans in the community see from this program? Well, there's, uh, the, the benefits are innumerable. First of all, if a veteran goes through the uh, Veterans Treatment Court program, sometimes they're, uh, this is post-adjudicatory, they're uh, sentence is deferred and they make it through the program, there, there's no record. Um, veterans who don't go through the program, if they uh, go through the process, they're incarcerated, that costs the taxpayer $63 a day to house a, uh, an inmate. And if a veteran accepts the program, that can save the taxpayers a substantial amount of money. Um, other ways that the veterans benefit from the program, many of them are VA qualified, so they have the, the benefits available to them, but they just don't know how to use them. Through the program, we have our uh, administrator who holds her hand through the process. Um, we have uh, the VA representative who's here every week uh, making sure they get the services that are available to them. And um, it, 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 
for, for lack of a, a better uh, way to describe it, it, it holds their hand uh, to get them through the program. And we, we probably should take a moment here to think that this isn't just a program that the court does all by itself, right? There are all kinds of partners that we use that, that help us through the process, the state attorney and the public defender's office, all these different partners work together to, to get the best outcomes for these, uh, for these individuals, correct? So prior to COVID, we would have a hearing in the courtroom. <clears throat> Every two weeks, the veterans would show up at any given time. Uh, we'd have as many as 30 veterans in the program. Right now, we're down to about 14 just in our program here in Lake County. In addition to the veterans, you have the state attorney's office who's there who has to agree to a veteran entering the program. The, generally, it's the public defender's office who's there representing most of these veterans. You have um, probation who's there. We have mental health services who are there at the hearings. Uh, right now we have Lifestream who attends. A VA representative attends. Every week before the hearing, for the 30 minutes before the hearing, there's a counseling given by a local mental health uh, expert. Uh, in addition, we have uh, the mentors. We have a wonderful mentor program that is unique to uh, this treatment program. Uh, it's led by uh, a retired veteran, uh, Coast Guard veteran, and all the other mentors in the program are also veterans. And it's a requirement, although they don't always do it, the uh, veterans in the program are required to call their mentors every week just to check in with them. So there are a lot of moving pieces, a lot of people involved with the program. So now we're, we're doing this via Zoom, and if you can imagine, uh, every week... I have in my Zoom hearing uh, in excess of uh, 35 people when we start the hearing, uh, which is um, quite the undertaking. And, and this isn't something, th this isn't a get out of jail free card for our veterans, right? This, th th there are things that they have to do, and, and, and maybe it's in some cases might be even more difficult than just taking their time and going home, correct? Yeah, it's, um, you know, there's a cost to the program. There's, um, you know, there's the administrator who uh, uh, is being paid. But let me tell you, these veterans, when they sign up for the program, one of the things that I make sure they're well aware of is that it is possible for them to get through a sentence going through the normal criminal process than it is to get through veterans court. There's a lot more accountability. Some of them also have to deal with probation at the same time. Every day they have to call a drug line. Uh, and if it's their turn, they have to... Uh, there are different methods, but they have to provide a, a sample. Um, some of the veterans have got through the program in, in about 250 days. I often tell them, we're, this isn't a race. You're here to get your treatment. But I also acknowledge when they get it through it quickly. We've had other veterans who just haven't been able to turn it over and accept what they have to do, and they've been in the program for uh, three years. Now, those that have been in the program for that length of time if they wouldn't went through the criminal process, most likely they'd be in jail for a violation of probation. Uh, when they mess up in veterans court, there are sanctions. If it's um, they drink alcohol and they're not supposed to, they're going to have a scram monitor. They're going to have something uh, strapped onto their leg 24 hours a day to make sure they, um, they don't drink. Um, other times they're given some community service. So it, it is not a get-out-of-jail-free card. And in many instances, it's more difficult to get through this program than to just go through the regular uh, criminal process. 
And can you tell me when they get through this process, what is it like at graduation for someone who's maybe they've been in it two years and they've had to really, really work, but they get to that final day and they're finally graduating from the program? Yeah, there are countless examples of uh, veterans who went through the program who, you know, sometimes they, they shed tears uh, when they graduate. We have a, a uh, somewhat of a ceremony. The mentor gives them a coin. The VA gives them um, uh, something to remember this. We have a local uh, quilting organization who presents each veteran with a, with a lap quilt for them to remember. But I, I can tell you, one, one of the first graduates that I had was a gentleman in his early 60s, and when I asked him to say a few words at the end, he said this was the first time he was clean and sober since 1984. Um, I've had another gentleman who was uh, uh, very resistant early on, didn't want to go through it, but once he accepted it, he uh, made it through the program, no, pro- no problem. And he, uh, one of the things he said to the veterans at his graduation is you just have to accept it. Um, we're here for a reason, and uh, just do what you're supposed to do, and, and you'll be better for it. Now, can you tell me about the numbers uh, I think we talked a little bit, maybe we talked about the numbers uh, uh, circuit-wide and, and across. We talked about in the county. Do you know the numbers uh, in the circuit? So in, in circuit-wide in our five uh, counties, each county has a veterans treatment court. There are 277 veterans in the court. We've had, uh, just by memory, I know we've had in, in excess of 30 at any given time in our program here in Lake County with a recent veteran who just came in yesterday, we're at 14. Now, I attribute that low number uh, somewhat to the pandemic and that things aren't um, going as smoothly as possible in terms of communication between defendants and uh, the state attorneys and the um, public defender's office. But I know we have three that are waiting to come into the program. Great. Very good. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about uh, uh, that, that you think would be important for our listeners to know about our Veterans Treatment Court? Well, like I said earlier concerning Veterans Day, uh, you know, the, the, the veterans, uh, many of them are put into unique situations. Uh, not all veterans in the program have gone through combat. Uh, some have uh, uh, duty-related injuries. Others have, um, and all those are, uh, can get VA benefits. Others who were veterans who didn't have a service-related disability, uh, they might not uh, be eligible for VA benefits, but they were in that unique situation of, of serving. And I can give you an example. Uh, yesterday, we had a, a new veteran come into the program. He was a Marine, eight years in the United States Marine. He was arrested on a domestic battery, and he had three combat tours in Iraq. So this gentleman was exposed to things that most people uh, who don't serve are are never exposed to. And the Veterans Treatment Court is there to to get them through this process. Um, Many times it's just to hold their hands, but um, I can tell you that uh, from what I've seen that we all benefit, the veterans benefit, and uh, society benefits. But, you know, on, not everything is rosy because there are situations sometimes where we have to discharge a veteran from the program. They just can't accept it. They just can't do what has to be done to get through the program. And once that happens and they come back before me and they're sentenced, um, 
most of the time it's there's jail time involved sometimes it's just at the county level but other times they're sent to the department of correction so um we had last year alone we had nine who graduated last fiscal year nine graduated from the program and two were discharged and when i say discharged that means then they were sentenced I have been uh, privileged enough to, to go to a couple of graduations, and it is a moving experience to see uh, people, to see them talk about how they got their families back and, and how the families got their husband back or their daughter back, and to see just to see the, the happiness and the, and the future that they, that they have at that time. It's truly an emotional experience, and it, it, it is a program that I think is making a valuable, valuable um, uh, attributes and giving giving great things to the community and, and it's helping people who have helped us and now we're able to help them and I think it's one of the most valuable programs that we that we that we offer and I want to thank you for sitting on the bench and, and handling that because that's 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 extra dockets that you have to you have to go this is not this is not a normal criminal case where you only see these folks one time at an arraignment and maybe at a, at a, at a plea you see these people over and over and over again right you, you're meeting them uh, at least once or twice a month correct just like in the service, this is extra duty. Right. Um, all of the judges here in the county, we have our set dockets, and we only have one specialty court in Lake County, but I've uh, volunteered to take that, and we try to have the hearing every Wednesday morning, uh, it, which starts with a 30-minute staffing meeting with the administrator, the VA, all the people involved other than the mentors and the veterans, and then we uh, go in. But it's one that I get that I benefit from. It's great to see uh, the progress that we can uh, make with these veterans and help them out. And, that, and that's what at the end of the day that we're, that we're trying to do with this program. Judge, thank you for your time today. Thank you for what you do for our veterans. Thank you for uh, what you do uh, and with your service. And uh, just, take, just a quick reminder, if you need more information about Veterans Treatment Court and about Circuit 5, you can visit our website at Circuit 5. You can find out all the information you need, all the related questions and contact numbers to get in uh, touch with people in the Veterans Treatment Court. And I want to end this special edition of the Take 5 podcast by thanking all of our veterans for their service. And if you follow us on social media, you might already know that if you visit the courts, we're asking that everyone wear a mask, maintain social distancing, check your temperature, and answer health-related questions before entering the courthouse. So follow us on social media. We're using every platform we have to make sure the community is up to date on how the circuit is operating through COVID-19. Give us a follow there. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And stay tuned for the next episode of Take 5. Thank you for joining us, and stay safe. Stay safe.